What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The Bulletin. Well, the bulletin this morning uh, is with uh, Jamie Wall, of course, noted rugby writer and uh, author and um, an uh, ashamed Hurricanes fan as well. So, Jamie, good uh, morning to you. It is all over in this edition of the Super Rugby for the Hurricanes. Um, architects of their own demise last week or unlucky? Uh, morning, Smithy. Good to be talking with you again. I would definitely say that the Hurricanes probably look at themselves in the mirror before they go start pointing the fingers at any refereeing decisions at the end because really if you're if you're going to be trying to win a game you should be doing it before the 80 minute mark um, rather than after it uh, in saying that though I think that a lot of the talk around that result and it was a very good game um, to watch like those teams put on it was it was marked out as the most interesting game of the quarterfinals, and it completely delivered, I thought, and it really built on the other really good game that those teams had back in, I think it was round 10, uh, which the Hurricanes uh, won by about five points, and it really showed just how good the competition can be when the Australian teams step up, and I think that uh, all the talk about the referendum decision at the end and how Geordie should have passed and blah, 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 is ignoring just how good the Brumbies were, uh, on, on Saturday night, they, they scored three really good tries in the first half that were all in exactly the same spot. And you don't get that without someone on the coaching staff figuring out, OK, well, that left edge is exactly where the Hurricanes have been weak all year and we're going to hit that. And they managed to get uh, some career-best form out of Jack Debrusini, who's you know been around a bit. He's, you know, he's probably probably what you call a bit of a journeyman. And he was out there playing like Stephen Larkham uh, on Saturday night. And so it was, for me, it was, yeah, obviously disappointing that the Hurricanes kind of bottled it there. But at the same time, in the context of the competition, it's it's probably for the best that an Australian team has a presence in the semi-finals. And I'm, I'm going to come out and say like a pretty decent shot at tipping over the Chiefs uh, on, on Saturday night in, in Hamilton because... If the Brumbies can play as well as they did in that game against the Hurricanes and the Chiefs just button off a bit like they kind of have in the last last couple of weeks, then, yeah, the, the Brumbies have got a real shot. Right, last chance uh, for Cam Roygaard uh, to impress the All Black selectors because, of course, the Canes have gone. Uh, will be his name be featuring this Sunday morning in Ian Foster's first squad? Yeah, great question. I I feel like... Wouldn't, I wouldn't be particularly surprised if he is. I just kind of wonder, though, with all this talk about about Roy Gard, and, and he had a fantastic game on Saturday night, I'll give it that. Like, if, if, he, if he'd known that was his last chance, he, could, he couldn't have done better, uh, really. Um, but I think that the issue I've always had with the, the chat about him is, is whose spot is he really going to take? Because at the moment they've they've spent the last couple of years um, developing uh, Finlay Christie as, as as the third the third halfback, and that's that's really the role that 
you'd think that Roy Gard would play, which is kind of one of those positions in the All Blacks where it, it, it does feel kind of pointless because it's a guy who just gets to not play rugby uh, for the rest of the year. And I've always thought that Roy Gard would benefit from just continuing on playing in the NPC and uh, just developing his game because he's going to have a much better shot next year when Aaron Smith uh, leaves the picture because it's, Smith is going to be starting. I, don't, I you know, we, we all we all know that. Um, and then with someone like Brad Weber uh, on the bench, uh, or perhaps, and then there's TJ Pitanara as well, who's, who's probably going to come back to fitness at some stage. Who I think will may make a bit of a play uh, to get back in there, just because he's been part of that system uh, for the last couple of years. And I, I just think it would be uh, just an odd selection. Somewhat to bring him in, to bring Roy Garden just to hold tackle bags, especially when Foster and this coaching group is packing up and leaving at the end of the year. It feels like Roy Gard is a guy who would be part of Scott Robertson's plans going forward next year. But in saying that, uh, you know, I could totally see him see him getting picked um, just on form. But it would be it would be a at a real shame for whoever's place he took because Christie's been in great form. Um, this year, Weber's been even better. Uh, so I, I just kind of don't really know w- where he fits in. Right, OK. Uh, we spoke this morning to uh, Bryn Gatlin uh, off uh, to uh, Cabelco, uh, Kobe Steelers, and that will be uh, at the invitation, it seems, of of uh, David Rennie. Uh, and when you dig deep into some of these Japanese franchises, you just get a sense of how powerful they are behind the scenes, if nothing else. Yeah, absolutely. And it it, it feels like that's why uh, New Zealand Rugby a couple of weeks ago signed that memorandum of understanding with Japanese Rugby Union, um, simply to have a little bit more oversight around stuff like this. So at least when guys like Bryn Gatland are are going, and I mean, to be fair, it's, it's not that big a surprise, is it? He's not in the frame for the All Blacks. He's 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 done what he's what he's had to do at, at Super Rugby level, and 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 he's not even starting, uh, you know, at ten for the for the Chiefs. So it makes complete sense that he'd want to cash cash up and go overseas. But it it does it does say a lot that they've signed that memorandum of understanding because it's more about how they're going to get these guys back at some stage. You know, like when down the track, how how a Super Rugby team might need. Might might a hole might open up for them um, at a place like the Highlanders, and, the, and they could negotiate some sort of deal to get them back for a Super Rugby campaign. So, I think that you're right to, to draw a line between uh, between Rennie and, and Gatland. Obviously, there's a relationship there that fosters that you know the Chiefs at some at some point, um, and you know it, it it just it it just goes to show that the pulling power that coaching coaches do have over players and that's a little bit of a worry for for NZ Rugby because you know once you can kind of have a bit of control over the players by dangling the carrot of the All Blacks in front of them um, and Super Rugby titles and that sort of thing but coaches are just hired guns they'll go where the go where the money is and they'll take whoever they want um, with them so you know it's an interesting atmosphere, uh, environment, I guess, for coaches uh, and, and what they can do going forward, especially considering that, you and you're right to point that out, that the, the, the Japanese rugby, club rugby scene is only going to get stronger in, in years to come. 
Hey, Jamie, it's interesting you say that coaches are hired guns. As you were talking there, I was just wondering, how do you best, and actually for you as well, Smithy, how do you guys best think Ian Foster not like knowing exactly where his future with New Zealand rugby ends impacts on the selection this Sunday? Will it at all, or is he a guy who is so deeply loyal to the players that put him in that position, no matter what his future looks like, he will just be... Uh, quite predictable as we've expected and seen his selections over the last 18 months, Jamie? I can't really see him deviating too far away from what uh, what he's been selecting over the last couple of years. Uh, it, it, it's, he, if there's one thing you can say consistent about Foster is he has been loyal to his players and, you know, I think almost loyal to a fault in, in, in some cases. But it, uh, he... To me, it, feel, it really does feel like the changing of the guard with him from an old-school type um, all-black coach to a kind of new era with, with Robertson and what the sort of um, ideas and thinking that, that, that he's going to bring in with him. And, and I think that there's, more, there's kind of more to it than just selecting players and and, and, and fronting the media and, and, and things like that, there's going to be a whole new feeling about the All Blacks and, and NZ Rugby in general. And it, it's already quite palpable because, you know, Foster's definitely made some made some moves, um, you know, in the last year or so to the, to the media to be like, well, we don't, I don't really care what you think. And that's a very backward way of way of thinking. I mean, you know, holding the holding the team naming in Tiawamudu on a Sunday night, like just to make it difficult for for anyone to cover it, is just like a big middle finger to you know a, a body us you know that that is designed to promote and 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 ensure that there is interest in the game and and it's stuff like that that hopefully is going to change in the future. Sorry, I've gone a little bit off topic, but I sort of want to get that off my chest. <laughs> you did okay and you did you did and you did um here jamie um just finally um the uh, brumbies couldn't get it down in canberra but uh the warriors could uh that was impressive what now yeah yeah what now well well we get a week off i i really feel like this buy couldn't uh, i mean obviously buys are, are welcome and the players need a rest but if I was a Warriors, I'd be I'd be keen to just charge straight into this uh, this next game. They they do have another soft um, match up after this. They've got St George um, and then another home game after that. So it is actually looking like that patch in an NRL season that the Warriors need, you know, to sort of put up like five six games in a six wins in a row plus the bye as well, and that can really go a long way to ensuring that they're going to be in the eight. Uh, at the at the at the business end, and you know the way that they played in the last two games, you're like yes, Redcliffe were were under strength, but that was a pretty good Raiders, Raiders team. You know they had a lot to play for in that game, being Jared Croker's uh, 300, and the way that the Warriors just took them apart, and then managed to do so with two guys in the bin. So playing a quarter of the game with only 12 men is is really impressive. And we've talked a lot this year about the statements that have been made about this Warriors team that have changed. You know the the attitude on defence, the 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 nurturing of the form of, uh, coming back for for Sean Johnson and Watini Zelizniak. You know those are those are guys that you know we were talking about retiring 
uh, a couple of years ago, and now they're, they're just absolutely shooting the lights out. So I, I think it's a really exciting period coming up um, for the Warriors. Like I said, shame that they're not playing this weekend, but they can really get back into it and fire off another sort of two, three wins in a row. You know, we're looking at a, a really important season for them coming up. All good, Jamie. Uh, thanks very much for your contribution this morning. Uh, look forward to those uh, Super Rugby semi-finals this weekend, um, and a lot of people uh, concluding that the Brumbies are a genuine, a genuine uh, entity here. And uh, look out, Chiefs! It is uh, ten fifty-two. Thanks uh, to Jamie Wall. Uh, we'll be back uh, very uh, shortly with Brendan Popperwell to look at some uh, basketball odds today, and uh, maybe a little bit else as well.